to run the ball really hampered you guys, and what was the issue in the run game? Yeah, that, that's life versus Pittsburgh. You know, and it's it's you know that's what's going to happen. It's going to be tough sledding when you run the ball. We need to get more production out of that. It takes the pressure off the pass game. You know, that's what they rely on. They rely on taking off the run and and uh, being able to rush the passer and putting you in known passing situations. And so uh, we got to do a better job. Um, you know, just 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 managing the drives as we go and putting ourselves in a little bit more advantageous uh, situations. Obviously, um, you know, if you can put yourself in a situation where you call more runs, you're not in second and ten, second and long, third and longer. You can get more runs off, then eventually some of those runs start to get you bigger gains. And and uh, we didn't get an opportunity to get enough runs off. We only had, what, 40 plays, I think, and you're going to look at a lot of them as two-minute and third down. So at the end of the day, you just got to look at normal down plays, run and pass, and, and uh, we tried to do our best to, to keep some balance there, but there wasn't a lot of opportunities in this game. What's your confidence level on Joe Mixon? Very high. This has nothing to do with Joe Mixon. This is the entirety of the unit um, coming together, and so don't, don't make this about one person. You know, it's not like um, there was missed opportunities there from what I could see. You know, he continues to run hard, and uh, he's given us what we needed this season. I, I thought he handled some things really well for us, you know, and, and it's a it's a tough task to play a divisional game versus a good defense in your first first game. There's going to be plenty of things he can learn from. Um, you know, I told him just welcome. This is just the first chapter in, in his story, you know, of getting to play a real football game and getting a chance to assess his performance and rebound and move forward and um, still have all the confidence in the world. Jake. We just didn't have any opportunities. You know, we, I mean, Mixon had eight carries. And so you take away one or two of those and he gets six, you know. So, um, again, we, we need more snaps. We need to get more first downs that give us more snaps. Um, that can be d- defensively, you know, getting them off the field a little quicker so we, we get more possessions. But um, at the end of the day, I, I think the offense has got to got to find a way to generate more production, get points on the board, keep the defense off the field, and, and uh, take some of the pressure off of them. Welcome to the Queen City Strikes Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Summers. Shout out to my co-host, Mavi Mav and Fox, man. Tell me what's up, yo. What's it's good? Monday. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what type of time we you on today, man. With the It's Monday. <laughs> Episode 64, The Aftermath. You already kind of know how this is going to play out today, y'all, man. We're going to get straight to it. I'm not even going to waste too much time. But first off, since I haven't heard from y'all in a minute, man, how was the holiday break? Glad to see uh, <laughs> Glad it's over. I'm not a holiday dude. So let's just get it up. At, you know, we can fast forward past Christmas too. I know y'all might hate that, but damn. Let's go to the new year. Let's go on New Year. True. You know? I was gonna say right now, the way you're with that hat, I'm waiting for you to tell me the shitter's full. Oh um, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you do got that hat on though. That's oh, the first yeah. thing I thought about. That's the first thing I thought about. I was like, you got that unique hey, hat. <laughs> At Christmas vacation, you. Uh-huh. How was yours, Mav, man? You enjoyed the holiday break, Brody? Oh, yeah. Ate pl- plenty of good food and got to enjoy the other football team in Cincinnati. 
True. Win in advance in theirs. And uh, since I'm just on that at the moment, congratulations to Acosta. If y'all haven't seen, he won MLS MVP. Yes, sir. At least, man. At least one team in Cincinnati's doing what we wanted him to need him to do. Let's Dang. go. Um, bro. I'm with you, man. We'll, we'll, we'll end it on that note. Bear, um, yeah, we'll end it on that note, man. That's all we got for y'all today. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, but yeah, definitely shouts out to the FC Cincinnati. Um, yeah, they played this Saturday against Columbus Crew for the Eastern uh, Conference, whatever you want to call it, championship game. One game away from the finals. So, yeah, definitely tune on that. I can't wait for that as well. Yeah, thank you for um, bringing that shit up. Um, but yeah, man, we'll get right to it, man. Episode, like I said, 64 to Aftermath. Bengals lose, man, 16-10. I'm not really going to get too much into the whole game recap because, like, the whole game recap was just, it was just piss poor as a whole. Like, just we just watched the strike rewind. I could tell you this it was a winnable game. I can tell you that. Another thing I could tell you is the 400 plus yards that the Steelers got don't really mean nothing to me because if you get 400 plus yards to any other team, like the Chiefs or the Eagles or the Ravens, you tell me what the score will look like at the end of that game. So, the fact that the defense held them to that much just just for one possession game and gave up that much it don't really says much to me um another thing i point out my evaluation the lack of use of the run game mixon only got eight carries that had like i thought like we're talking about this almost every damn week right. <laughs> literally i would be talking about this literally every damn week and then of course you have the this this balance beam of the fan base of so you got Half of the fan base saying Mixon sucks, and you got the other half that's saying everything that I'm saying. So it's just like <laughs> I I don't know what, what what everybody's watching, but it's like if you have a backup QB in the game, mm-hmm. you're only giving your star running back only eight carries. Right. What the hell do you expect to happen? How do you expect to win the game? Then I got people that'll say, "Oh well, he 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 hasn't really done much all season." Okay. Opportunity. This is what I say. There's been not much opportunities. And then if we want to get into the stats, I'll get in my Maverick bag and bring up the stats. <laughs> so let's bring up the stats. Bring the stats of Mr. Mixon. So I'm being Maverick right now. So September 10th against Cleveland, he had 13 attempts for 56 yards. Baltimore, he had 13 for 59. Uh, the Rams, 19 for 65. Tennessee, he had 14 for 67. Arizona, 25 for 81. Seattle, 12 for 38. San Francisco, 16 for 87. Buffalo, 14 for 37. Houston, 11 for 46. Baltimore just passed, 16 for 69. And then we just told y'all just now, eight rushes for 16 damn yards. So it's just like, come on, bro. Don't Come forget at this those first four games with a quarterback with a half leg messed up. Mm-hmm. How many pass attempts were there? Put that on there. Man, yeah. I'm just saying, bro. It's just like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. It's just like we talk about this literally week after week. Like I said, and that's on that. Another thing to, to, to note, Zach Taylor is 4-20 and 20 without Burrow, man. That can't be ignored. That's so crazy. with <laughs> all this raveled up in the one, this goes back to everything I've been saying, like, even before this season, even, like, the last two seasons. The lack of preparation on the offseason has, like, basically showed the falls of the of this Bengals team as we speak. It's going back, like, now I'm a firm believer. I'm like, damn, 
what if we would have started with Jake Browning at the first top of the season instead of playing Burrow Hurt? Like, how would it have played out going into right now? Mm-hmm. It's just a what if. Well, we don't know. But it, then it plays into, like, okay, like, what what if, you know, it's just like, what, what if we did better in the draft? We have four freaking running backs, and we won't use barely any of them. Any of them. <laughs> so it's like, what if, what if we would have, instead of getting Chase Brown, what if we would have got Mayer? What if what if we would have what if we would have did this? What if did that? It's like what if we'd have got a different pass rusher? It's like it's a lot of what ifs at the moment, and it's like I know I'm going off on a tangent, but it's just like that was such of a winnable game yesterday. It's just like it was just the dumbest shit that caused it to go to go to to go literally to go to go left like immediately, and then it happened until literally the last seven minutes of the game. <laughs> I'm gonna say like we was up at halftime. If you take away that interception that Jake Browning threw, mm-hmm. and if you took away the touchdown that was holding by by the Steelers on the, the only touchdown they scored of the whole damn day, right. the, the game probably have been on the flip side. It probably have been just thirteen to three, yeah, or ten nine. It could been thirteen to three or ten nine. So it's just like I, I don't know, man. But I just want to see how y'all feel though. But like that—that's my rant, and like that's my things that I got out of it. But. All this shit got to be got to be figured out because we're going to get into it later in the show. Before I hand it off to one of you guys, we play the Jaguars on Monday night next week. This is the next upcoming game, and we should be full strength. I did see that we will have T. Higgins and um, Cam Taylor Britt, uh, Cam Taylor Britt back, but we'll get into all that later. But they got to figure this some shit out because as of right now, yes, we're still in the hunt. We're sitting at five, what, five and six right now? Five and six. Yeah, five and six. Yeah, we're still in the hunt. We're still not out of it. A lot of teams, a, gr- a, a good amount of teams that that's ahead of us lost yesterday. Right. So it was just like, let's say we're still, we're still right in that little bubble. But like I said, man, you only could give up two games. You don't give yes. up two games. And the least you could do is go in there at 10 and seven, which I hate, but that's the least you could do. But how do y'all feel about this game, man? Losing sixteen to ten against the Steelers yesterday. Um, I think it was it was uh it was a real disappointing because it's just the way it all planned out. Um, like you said, it was a winnable game. It was a lot of missed opportunities on both sides of the ball. Right. Uh, I think the line kind of held up a little bit at certain times, mm-hmm. but uh. There was times that Jake held the ball too long, and he's just getting. I think it was a play where he he scrambled out to the uh, outside, and he wants to throw it, and he just he watches the the yeah. linebacker just run in at him, and he. I'm like, man, get rid of the ball, but um, like he you w- said, we gave up 400 yards. It really would have been a blowout if it was anybody else. Thank you. <laughs> Defense probably was. I do think the defense got gas because there was times when it's like, man, we just we just got you to fumble, you gave the ball right back, you know, yep. three and out, boom, mm-hmm. now we back out here. Uh, a lot of piss poor tackling. Yeah, uh, you saw the play where Najee ran straight up the middle and they they huddled around him. Yeah, carried like the whole Bengals team. Yeah, <laughs> another twenty yards. Yeah, um, in a way, it kind of looked like. Um, like you said, with the preparation, I don't know if they expected the win. It, it just see it seems that way. I'm not saying that they, you know, gave it up, but it just don't seem like 
with the preparation that that coaches putting out there that they even thought they was going to win this game at all. I agree 1000 percent because it didn't look like they were trying to win. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Like the game plan itself was trash. If you're trying to win that game, you'll be putting it in your veterans' hands. You'll be letting a, a, a person that was on his first start go out there with a ten a ten day um, warm up to, to to learn something and expect him to be in because you because it's obvious what they did. I'm sorry to cut you off. They obviously didn't create anything new other than run more play action. That's like the most play action I've seen all season. Outside of that, they basically gave Browning. The, the 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 Joe Burrow playbook. They're like, okay, yeah, we, we think we think you could run, you know, whatever. Thank you. What, what if you know whatever? If, if Jake said he he wanted to run that same playbook, or they they brought on to either way, both parties agreed to keep the same keep the same playbook, but add a little bit of here and there, a little twist. But it wasn't anything noticeable other than running play action and actually taking snaps up the center. They did more snaps up the center as well, but. Yeah, I agree with you 1,000%. They ain't like they were trying to win that game. The coaches, they just like they're trying to get them to win that game. Not the players. The players wanted to win. The coaches didn't put them in, in, in great like in great situation for them to win the game. But go ahead. Um, Other than that, I feel like, uh, like, like we was talking about the running, there's no running involved at all. Eight rushes, you know, I guess he's averaging two yards a rush. Man. I don't think we saw any run plays on the uh, rewind. I can't be. I could be wrong. Nope. Do you remember seeing any? They ain't show none. Because so only. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not much to pick from, but you know, I, I was looking for a lot of like little screen plays, like they did at the end of the game, bro. Um, uh, like Maverick said in the rewind, it a lot of the slant slant routes was working. Facts. We went away from it. He still start. It definitely was a Joe Joe Burrow uh, game plan, but you mm-hmm. you got to set this man up for a little. I'm not ready to give up on him yet, but you got to set him up for something that he can, you know, a game plan that he can manage. You know what I mean? Shit, the one that Maverick said, basically just quick slants, you know, quick, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what was working. Go ahead, y'all. Go ahead, man. Okay, I mean, I think you already um, said it in your opening statement, if I remember correctly. Uh, With Burrow being out, all the flaws are being fully exposed. Yeah. Um, to carry on what you were just saying with Browning and the playbook and that, it's that seemed more like to me that you're trying to make the quarterback match the playbook instead of trying to match the playbook to the play yeah. style of the quarterback that's playing. Amen. Um, I think they kind of leaned more towards his style of play towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you need to work more on the quick plays, anything that can move the chains to make third down and manageable. I'm not saying get first downs only in two plays, but Mm -hmm. make third down more manageable so you're not forced into the defense's playbook. Mm -hmm. Um, The run game, there's not too much that can be said with that. You've already stated how many attempts that there were, um, regardless of which running back is really in the game. The bottom line with that is all coming down to the offensive line. I think at this point when in the offseason, I think – Good old Frank will be gone. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Uh, the pass protection is just not there. Uh, I don't know if it's too soon for this joke, but the uh, pocket's collapsing faster than the Titan. Um, wow. You know, uh, the run lanes, there's no run lanes being opened up. 
uh, for any of the running backs. And you know, none of the screen plays can work because there, there's just no blocking hardly, period. They're letting everybody through. How is it that the best player on the opposing team's defense and one of the top defensive players in the league be able to have a completely clean sweep to the quarterback without anybody even laying eyes on him? I mean, that's a major issue right there. And every season we're complaining about the offensive line. We put new pieces in. And nothing's nothing's changing. It's still the same outcome. And all this money, <laughs> and, and it's going nowhere. You know, I, I, I said in the rewind, I think it was. I said, well, at least Brown didn't give a, a bodyguard speech. Um, <laughs> Thanks. You know, Thanks. I think a lot. Of, also, to carry on, I I think Fox said it. Uh, it just seemed like uh, how did you word it? Uh, they didn't really want to play or play to win or something. Yeah. Like that. You, um, I think a lot of that has to be basically what everybody in the city is also feeling. When Burrow went down, the morale literally just sure. went out the window. And they're there just to play, you know, and whatever the outcome is going to be is whatever the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else to really carry on with that. Right. It's sad, man. It's sad, man, because they had so much time to figure some shit out, Burrow. And it's, it was quite the obvious. We we all said it like we expect Mixon get twenty plus touches. Right, nowhere near, <laughs> nowhere near it, bro. <laughs> no, he was basically out there just running around. Man. Like I'm, I'm gonna just say this right now, Mixon is not a damn blocker. He is a goddamn athletic player who runs north and south, not east or west. He is not a blocker. It's like if you got all, you got all these pieces up front, all these refrigerator ass bodies up front. And ain't nobody doing nothing, bro. It's like you can't put the fault on Mixon, man. It's like right. I, I seen enough Mixon hate for the last like twelve hours, bro. It's just like well, I, know, I, I, I'm taxed in out. The past few years, uh, you know, Samaj P. Ryan was more taxed of out. the all around back, yeah, more so than Mixon. Uh, when it came to blocking plays, when he was on the team, yeah. Giovanni Bernard was the one brought in for extra blocking. Mm-hmm. You know, so your top running backs does not necessarily mean they're great at blocking. Hell no. You look at your tight ends, your best all around. He's not great in any of it, but your mm-hmm. best all around is Drew Sample. I mean, each running back has their own style, this, that, and the other. So try to put any blame on that. Right. I am mad at Drew Sample for uh for letting that shit happen, though, to, to Browning. Like, he literally moved out the way. Like, he they literally moved out the way. Move, they all pretty much moved out the way. <laughs> like, that I mean, last that, that, play, that clean, that clean tackle that TJ Watt had on Browning. Yeah. It straight up reminded me of the longest yard. Yep. When they all found out Adam Sandler yep. Go ahead. was taken. And as soon as he got the ball, nobody did a goddamn thing. Literally, man. He literally moved out the way. They try to blame the announcer trying to blame on miscommunication with Jonah. Nah, Jonah had his dude. That right, motherfucker yeah. moved out the way. <laughs> right? Don't get the shit twisted. And, and and it's the first time I'm like I've been like this year alone. Jonah been playing great. I ain't gonna lie to you. He been playing great on that right tackle. But that situation right there, oh no, nah. that on the miscommunication, that dude moved out the way. He clearly moved. It's, it's all on film. I hope they're watching it today. It's all on film. You can't miss that in 4K. Well, it's, it's he literally be a moved major out the issue way. That's going to need to be addressed in the offseason. It's going to be right tackle because Jenna will be a free agent. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and left guard. For sure. Shit, a lot, man. We got a lot of names that's going to be on that list for the free agency, yeah. man. But we ain't going to get into it now, though. But it's, it's, I don't know, man. Yesterday, just like. I just – y'all know me, but I, well, I know y'all too. I just hate losing to them dudes, yo. I don't like yeah. saying their name. Any picket. <laughs> Thank you. Yards. Thank right. you. 
with ease, man. <laughs> we lost to Kenny Pickett and they damn tight end named Frentmuth, whatever his name is. We basically lost to Kenny Pickett and the tight end. That's it. Like everybody else is role players. Shit, Najee Harris was carrying the defense. Yeah, he had I his mean, little highlight moment. He yeah. carried the defense. Yeah, he had his highlight moments, but Marshawn Lynch, Hoover, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, like, like I said, like, it's just sad, man. It, it's just sad how that shit played out. So, like, how do y'all feel about Jay Brown's performance, man? Just we're gonna keep talking about the game. Were y'all were y'all cool with it? At a scale uh, one to five. One to what do you five. Mean by, what do you mean by cool with it? Like y'all, y'all are satisfied with his performance. Like y'all think he could progress, or you think he's going to degress going to the next um, game? Let me say, I think that uh, he has the ability to progress, but we won't know until the game plan is set for him. He ain't the type of dude that's going to be able to go out there and throw thirty-five to forty times. It's, that's it's, what they try too. That's the yeah, sad that's, part. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So until they switch the game plan up for him. I don't think we'll be able to tell. I mean, hopefully for this Monday night game, it'll be switched a little bit. But I don't know. I think he he does hold the ball too long uh, yeah. at certain certain points. Um, I was expecting that for real. Like, I wasn't expecting nothing crazy. I, I knew he was going to be indecisive. I knew, like, because, like, you know, Maverick said, like, you know, the, there, was, there was times where, like, it was great protection, but he was just being so indecisive he didn't want to throw it. But what made me mad was with his indecisiveness, he wasn't looking at the star receiver first. It goes back to what you were saying, Fox, on the last couple episodes. He's used to only playing with and having confidence of people that he practiced with, such as your Trent Irwin, your your Hudson, your your Wilcox, your Sample. Um, I don't even think Charlie Jones. Got, I don't think Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd got one look probably. But other than that, everybody that got the ball is basically the people he's used to practicing with. Yeah. Because all the mother balls he threw to chase, like, they should have been picked. But he caught it with great concentration. But He lightweight should have threw three picks, you know what I mean? Three mm-hmm. picks in a phone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, um, I, mean, it, it's gonna, I think it's going to take time. I mean, we don't have a lot of time, obviously. Yeah. Uh, like I said, this game plan has to change for uh, Monday night. It has, something has to give. So it got to shake. You know what I mean? So a scale one to five, you're giving them what? Like as five being great, one being bad. I'm giving them a two. Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Take away, man. Take the wheel, man. Okay, I'll give them a three. I'll put them right in that middle average ground. I like um, that. Because preseason speed is a lot different than regular season speed. Sure, sure. Uh, yesterday was also a baptism by fire. Um, hmm. His first start. He has to go against one of the top defenses in the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and one of the pa- best pass rushers, if not the best pass rusher in mm-hmm. the NFL. Yep. Uh, there was a very major lack of protection, which Joe Burrow is used to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, they keep doing a stack comparison to how many sacks through X amount of games for Andrew Luck. And then they also show <laughs> Joe Burrow's and Burrow has like 20 or 30 more. That's insane. Um, so, you know, <laughs> Burrow does a lot of job, does a good job of hiding those flaws, which we mentioned earlier. The flaws are now more so being exposed. Browning's doing the best that, you know, that he could do with the amount of rush that he was getting constantly under pressure. We saw it in the rewind that he kind of stepped up too far in the pocket, but that's at the same time, not knowing how much, how fast are they coming up from behind, you know? (laughs) So decision-making and stuff like that, 
unfortunately, there's going to be growing pains and it's going to come with time. This is a guy that can throw the ball. You look back at his high school and college, uh, you know, career, dude can throw. Yeah. It's just a matter of getting that progression down and yeah. going up against that type of defense off rip. Yeah, that what happened yesterday pretty much was expected. Mm-hmm. So, but in those type of situations, again, that's where the head coach and the offensive coordinator need to formulate a plan to mm-hmm. set everything up for your quarterback to be a, in order for your quarterback to succeed. If you stick to the same, you know, cookie cutter routine that you're used to doing with your star major quarterback, oh yeah, it's not going to work out. Now, if we were winning and stuff, you're going to say it's working out. But mm-hmm. in comparison, you say Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches that ever played. Yeah. Now, ever since he lost Tom Brady, they can't win a goddamn game. They've already mm-hmm. benched their starter in four or five, six different games now through the season. Yeah. So because he's trying to do the exact cookie cutter thing that he was doing when he had Brady and he doesn't have Brady. Amen. Same thing with our coaching staff. You don't have Burrow in right now. You have got to change it. Mm-hmm. You can't keep expecting trying to do what you could do with one quarterback the same exact you know you just can't do it mm-hmm. you're right and you're i think right. that was another reason you look at years past when aj mccarron and andy dalton two different styles when dalton mm-hmm. came down aj mccarron was able to succeed because they expanded the playbook more and they switched things up to his play style mm-hmm. and that's what we're severely lacking in this situation yep I'm but also you. you need more support from the run game yeah you got to run it more than a handful of times. Man. Literally. Literally. It's like they didn't even give it a shot, like, for it to work. <laughs> like, literally, it's, man. Hey, especially with the score being 7-3, to three, you would think, like, Thank hey, you. let's try to run. Let's... Well, the other thing is, too, every receiver that we have make their bang for their buck on yards after catch. All you got to do is get the ball in their hands. Just mm-hmm. if, if you got to do the quick slants and things like that, do it. Let them make the play. Just don't mm-hmm. keep trying to do wide receiver screens that don't work 95% of the time right. for us. Stay, keep doing that shit. I hate that. <laughs> they stay, keep doing that shit. I'm with y'all, man. I'm with y'all. Twos, threes. Yeah, I'm at a three with, with Brown and three. But let's say, oh, all decision second. making, he literally he can't look at a third or fourth option. He has mm-hmm. just enough time to look at one, two. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. But. We'll see going forward, man. We'll see going forward. A lot of people they ready they they ready to see AJ Damn. at the moment. That I'm like, cool. I'm like he didn't. Like I said, man, Brown. I mean, I said he didn't do that. So bad. what are you gonna do when you put AJ in there and it's a, a lot worse performance because That's he's not used to the NFL style at the <laughs> yet. He's not fully familiar with our playbook and receivers and everything else. That chemistry is right. not there yet. Yeah, man. He is the backup plan for if something goes south with Browning. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Can't and remember what he did years ago and compare it to now. You just can't do that. Man, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. As of right now, yeah, Brown is the guy. I'm not losing faith, but like I said, there's still more season left to go. But but yeah, they gotta they gotta figure that shit out. They gotta play out his strengths instead of playing out his weaknesses, because like that's what that shit looked like yesterday. But yeah, um, other than that, man, from the game, bro, I said. I said, it's just that play calling. I'm definitely with you on Frank Polak, man. That 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 it might be time. Because <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we know we already know. Like, we're, we're gonna be honest. We already know nobody's touching Taylor. Taylor's not going nowhere. Yeah, obviously. The there offense- are several teams right now. I can't remember exactly which teams it is off rip. 
yeah. that are doing more with less. Oh yeah, they facts. have a cheaper offensive pay line payroll. Yep, offensive talent that is lesser or weaker than ours, mm-hmm. and are performing way better. Yep, facts, <laughs> facts. I mean, I know they got Russell Wilson, but look at the Broncos, bro. They started out what one and whatever, and he's on a five-game winning streak. Man, I know they got Russell Wilson, but they don't got no fucking weapons. <laughs> they don't got shit. They don't got shit. They were way less, but I guarantee you, though, I guarantee you, if we would have had Sean Payton like I was preaching years ago, we wouldn't have lost that game yesterday. Sean yeah. Payton wouldn't let that shit happen, you know. Yeah, he not a pre uh, pre game. Sean Payton would not let that shit happen, bro. I know that for damn sure, bro. So that's I'm just like. It's sad, man. It's sad, uh, bro. There's a name I've still been preaching for years, but it ain't going to ever happen. Who is that? Bill Cowher. <laughs> man, it's an offensive-driven league. You need an offensive-driven coach. Yeah, man. I'm not saying that coach. I just want to at least bring him back in. There's one of them. I would love for him to be a head coach. And good old Huey back at offensive coordinator. Yeah, Hugh Jackson, yeah. I'll take Eric ben, uh, Benemy, however you say his name. That's better than I would say it. That's why I said Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric uh, Enema. Whoa. Who, who's Eric? <laughs> who's Eric? <laughs> That's why I said Eric. I was like, man, I can't even say dude's last name. But yeah, man. Okay. Um. So, I mean, we kind of basically answered. So, basically, is this loss on the players or the coaching staff? I said it's on the coaching staff, man. The coaches. Even though the players, the coaches aren't out there trying to make the tackles and shit. It trickled down though, because it's like I think that they know mentally, like we didn't prepare for this, like we're not prepared for any of this. So, like we said, they it, it seemed like the players started like letting you know, letting run, letting. Let well, you go from running. last week to the controversy of the hip drop tackle, since that had to become a big or fucking deal. Yeah. To this week. Seven, eight Bengals players along with Pittsburgh players in a huddle on Harris, and they hit him. What? Let's see. I think he only gained two yards at the point of contact. Right. And it was like, I think a five, I think they only needed five yards. And yeah. I think he went 15 to almost 20 more yeah, yards. Yeah, I think it was like once 17 the exactly. Pile started. Yes, sir. Bro, come on. <laughs> you ain't lying, man. You ain't that, lying. That's not the coaching. That That's on the players on that part. <laughs> I mean, but that's just at the end of the game. But we're talking about as a whole, bro. Like the as scheme is both sides. The, the scheme, the coaching, like the play calling. Like you got to score. You got to score. Mm-hmm. Like we can't. We can't sit here and expect the defense every week to come out and score and stop. Mm-hmm. The defense have run down for the last three three seasons, bro. We got the same defense minus two new people in the back. So the defense only could do so much. That's why I said the four hundred plus yards. It don't say much to me because they still held their asses to to the, to the bare minimum to a one-scoring game. Meanwhile, you got Chase, you got Boyd, you got Mixon, you got the Titans, you got you got you got all these people on the offensive side, and we're not seeing no explosiveness, and we ain't seeing it until like the like like later into the game when it was already too late. late. So it's just like like no, it's it's on to me like this is me. I, I'll stand by myself. It's on the damn coaches. It's on Taylor. It's on Callahan. And it's on Mr. Polak. They have not set this team up for greatness this whole damn season. The whole fan base been arguing back and forth since the beginning, since training camp. Since training camp, since the moment Bro got hurt. We've been literally back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. They, like in, in this show, and you said it yourself. 
it shows with right now where we're at at five and six, all the flaws is, is exposed. We don't got a solid backup QB that we've been preaching, that we've been wanting for the last three seasons. They've been holding Brandon Allen back there for too goddamn long to the point that we got to settle for Jake and we got McCann right now. Now the tight end situation. They gave up Hayden Hurst. They gave, they gave away Huzama. They got Hayden Hurst. They gave away Hayden Hurst. Then we got we got Irv Smith that haven't done shit since he got here. And we're now relying on Hudson to get his big boy pants on and, and put it and put in center. So I came to hold him to a high standard. Then on the defensive side, we gave up the top two situations that we had on deep. That was the heart of the defense with Jesse Bates and Von Bell. I was cool with giving up Von Bell. Jesse, if Jesse Bates was been there, still still been there, a lot of that shit last yesterday wouldn't have happened. I guarantee you that. Well, I said it a few episodes ago that they're experience i think those two covered a lot of the coverage flaws hell yes on the on the field hell yes they did get that's being severely missed right now hell yeah it is so it's just like man like i'm i'm not i'm i'm not i'm not vouching for the coaches right now i said man they've been running this team backwards this whole season this this was been a promised season we've been we talk about this every year the window is like this literally bro (laughs) literally bro we're about to, we just talked about earlier in the show, we're about to lose some big names, maybe, depending on what happens. And it's offensive names. Oh, we will. So it's just like, they're, so, they're going to be gone. So I hope when all this shit's said and done, depending on the result of the season, I hope everybody's cool with what's going to happen 2024, 2025, and 2026. Oh, don't there, don't, don't be, be crying. Turnover. Well, yeah, there's going to be a big turnover for next year alone. Oh, I hope so. The, the offense is going to, I can guarantee you, look completely different. You're, you're going to have Chase. And then you're gonna have whoever. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna all be lower tiered people. Your Yosha Voss, your Jones, your Irwins, and things like that. Uh, there's a very good possibility that uh, there will be no more mixing. Man, uh, the way we've been going through tight ends, uh, there will most likely be a new tight end. So the offense might look entirely different. You already know you're gonna need a new right tackle. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? So there's already gonna be a big turnover, and I can guarantee this is gonna be Callahan's last season. I can see that too. If this is done correctly, it should be. Yeah, I'm with you on that. They might be lose last season too. Yeah, like I said, man. I also hope everybody's cool with. Like I said, man. Like, and all this to me, man. All this reeks from like everything started with the contract negotiations, bro. <laughs> everything reeks from that moment, and look where we're at. Like it's just like they all put all their eggs in one basket. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Like this on the coaches, bro. This on the the office. It's it's like nah, man. I'm not. I'm not blaming Mixon. I'm not blaming. Like I said, they out there playing. They do what they got to do. If you're not the game plan is a set in stone. They per, like to the set prepare like preparation for this type of game, knowing what's at stake. It's like yo, if they lose like Monday, it's like we might as well start talking about drafts, yo. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> hey, I'm just being. I'm being honest. Like it's just like well, if they lose next Monday, we might as well start talking about drafts. The put thing straight put up. things in a little bit of perspective out there. You know, with the Jake Browning discussion. Go ahead. We could be a team like the New York Jets, who went out and did everything they could to bring Aaron Rodgers in. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers went down immediately. Yeah. And your backup quarterback, who's already had at least one year experience, is yeah. a first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. And you see how well that's going. So we're yeah. doing the same with a backup, true backup quarterback that was drafted late in the draft and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So yeah. I'd rather be on this, <laughs> the end of the spectrum we're on versus that. Yeah. We, we shouldn't be on this type of spectrum, though, man. It's just 
just they making dumb ass decisions, man. Literally, bro. I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with none of the shit that they doing, man. They running this shit backwards, and we're we'll be we'll be we're literally this close from like <laughs> we're, we're almost this close going back to the dumb shit, you know. And I hate it, and I, I I don't like it at all, bro. But that's but that's definitely in the forecast from what I'm seeing. They don't change shit around now, like the coaches, the players, the attitude. Like, did y'all see Jamar Chase's attitude after the game when they interviewed him? Interviewed, he like he checked the fuck out. <laughs> he literally well, like, checked the fuck out. That's why I'm upset. Let me let me put it like this. Me and you said it early, early on. I think we even might have said it at back together Saturday. Uh, something seemed different. Yeah. This season, something yeah. seemed off. Something didn't seem right, and that yeah. vibe has literally been going the entire way through. Yes. Regardless what Burrow was in or not, something just seemed off. And I swear we said it when we were at we back together Saturday thing. We do. We're, we're sitting right next to each other. No homo. <laughs> you know, like I said, it's, you know, like I said, just all, unfortunately it all came to fruition. Yeah. But the time and it came, like, th- this got exposed. It's just bad. It almost seems like, to me, bro, I feel like it all started with, the like, the, the color rush night against the Rams. I think that's where it started. That was that was like the moment of time to see like where we was gonna be because what we was one what one and three going into that I think one and two one and two or it was something bro but we was everybody was kind of wondering how we we're gonna play but yeah I'm with you on that Maverick like it, it all started when Burrow first heard us yeah yeah might have said yeah the training camp and, shit. and the way that we that it was all treated the whole radio silence thing mm-hmm. you know protect the nuke like you weren't saying anything about nothing right. It's just sad, man. That, that's why. I'm, that's why I'm so tight today. Because like when I saw that interview with Chase last time, oh yeah, he like he checked out. Yeah, you could tell. Uh, uh, if a motherfucker could get could get on, they ask him a question, and they say like, you know, how do you feel about how the rest of the season going to go? And the response is, I don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the season. Instead of, I got full confidence in Jake, or full confidence in AJ, or I got full confidence in the team. Or I got, you know, I get you lost the game, you upset, but I'm just saying, like, I'm speaking on body language. Like, he answered the way he answered. It's like he like he got no confidence in Jake, and and then that's obvious. He ain't really he, yeah. Jake's not finding him like he's supposed to find him. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole sink is off, and especially like you said, you got to learn a whole new chemistry with somebody that you don't necessarily practice with all the damn time. Like he's not with the ones like that until this week, <laughs> like. I don't think he even practiced with the ones like that. I mean, other than what we saw at the back together Saturday and the, you know, all the other shit. But as the season went on with the injuries with Burrow, I don't think he was practicing with the ones at all until just now. So it's like he's learning a whole new, whole new chemistry vibe, other than like we we're talking about earlier, than passing it to Irwin or passing it to Wilcox. It's like now you learn a whole new thing. And now with Higgins coming into the play, now you definitely learn a whole new, a whole new vibe. So it's like, it, you know, I hope they draw something up for real. Like this ain't this ain't good, man. But that's just my opinion, man. Seeing that Jamar Chase interview last night, I was like, he saw he checked out. I'm like, man, and you hate to see that from your star receiver. I just look at it as he's frustrated, and they're asking him a question when he's his most pissed off, and it's just like any normal response. I'm, you know, more or less in between the lines. I'm trying to, you know, get over what's going on right now. You're asking me down the road. I'm no fortune teller. Yeah. I can't tell you how things are going to go. Uh, I, res- uh, I respect that on the flip side. I respect that on the flip side. 
But like you said, though, like this shit has been lingering all season, (laughs) all season. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. We will definitely see how this plays out. Um, any positive, some negative takes from yesterday's game? I know we kind of basically already talked about it, but negatives, I think we're all covered. Yeah, technically, we basically kind of went through the negatives just now, but positives. Uh, man, it's, it's... they kept it. They kept it a one possession game. Yeah, you got it. That's it. We didn't get blown. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get blown out, even though it should have been a blowout. Yeah, it's what I say. Yo, it should have been a blowout. That's what people don't understand. It's like it's a lot of shit talking on the defense and. Right. Joe Mixon, it's like, bro, like, we're, we're, I don't know everybody watching, but it, they were still in the game until literally the last three minutes of the game, and that was it. Once that field goal went, it was it was curtains. I was like, that's it. That's it. Once Mike Kiln gave up that long third and six on the sideline of Pickens, that's when I knew it was it. They, they checked, like, the defense was gas. Yeah. But, but, yeah, they kept the one-possession game. That's, like, basically only positive to me, man. The tackling was terrible, like we already – y'all just mentioned – Lack of, you know, lack of creativity on the offensive scheme. Other than that screen pass, the the sample for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, like I said, man, I, I, I wasn't expecting much, but I was expecting more run game. Especially the circumstance, it was fucking raining. Right, right, yeah. It's raining. Perfect time for the run game. <laughs> Perfect time for it. But, hey, what do I know, man? We just some couch coaches. <laughs> what do I what do I know? <laughs> um offense, defense, special teams, performance grade, man. Uh yikes. <laughs> okay, so that was like passing up. the that was like passing the plate in church and like my Maverick was like <laughs> <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> um let's see. Against my better judgment, you know, we had this conversation before. I got to give him an F, even though we was in the game. I got to give him an F. Straight up. I'm sorry, bro. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. Matt's reaction had me dying. That's the first thing I thought about. Like, oh, pass the pair. See that shake? (laughs) He crazy. He passed the plate, man. I'm with you. You said F for the offense? Offense and defense. Offense and defense. Okay. I still we've been getting gashed with the big plays yeah. all season, you know. So yeah. the poor tackling is just not it's not letting up. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's where I'm at with, with my F's. Okay. Shit. Offense, man. Bro, I said it was still in the game. I was gonna give him I'm gonna give him an F though. I gotta give him an F. They were still in the game, but I gotta give him an F because it's like they 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 could have they had so many opportunities to like the to make that shit happen. They kicked first. They got the ball back. You had an opportunity to do something come out of the second half. They couldn't, they couldn't get nothing going, man. So it's like I don't, everything was in their favor. They just couldn't execute the plays when it had to. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I gotta give them an F. Yeah, defense, man. Even though, yes, they gave up 400 yards, they gave up a lot of big plays. They still kept it in the range. I'm I'm still keeping, I'm getting them, I'm giving them a D. D as in dog, bro. I'm just giving the D. I'm just giving a D. I won't give him the F, but I'm giving him a D. Special teams, McPearson did make the little field goal. I mean, when he's there, hey, he's we didn't really see too much on kick returns, punt returns. Away, you know. Yeah. I was gonna I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep out a C for special teams. So yeah, F, D, C. If I had given one for the play calling, solid F. I ain't, I ain't gonna talk about it no more. Unsatisfactory, you know what I mean? But yeah, man. 
What you guys got? What you got, man? I, I'm not even giving a grade. I'm giving them a please see me after class <laughs> on, on this paper. I mean, they they need to see the tutor. They, they, me, they need uh, good, note your mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that, that's what I'll say with that. that. That's where I'm going with that one. Now we're sitting at five and six. Okay. It's a yes or no question. No. It's the bingo season over. In what regard? As a whole. Because uh, that depends on which side of the spectrum are you going for. Uh, Give me both are sides. You, are, you, are, you playing, are you playing for a draft pick? Draft positioning? Or are you playing to try to make the playoffs? Because – in all honesty, at this point, at being five and six, you have to really consider where your options are. Your top quarterback is out. Your number two receiver is still MIA with no timeline on when he's going to be back or no true answer on what fully is his injury. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense is playing average to below average as far as yards per game, okay. uh, relying on the turnovers. Uh, the offense can't move the ball. Looking mm-hmm. at your remaining schedule, do you really truly believe that you can fully compete? I'm not saying tank, mm-hmm. but whatever wins you can squeak out here and there, are they worth having? Okay. Because then the only thing you're playing for is the quote-unquote moral victory. Yeah, moral victory, yeah. Right. To where all you're doing is hurting your draft stock and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So you you you're in between you're in the middle. As far as saying is the season over? Yeah. It's not over. The possibility is still there. Mathematically they're still in it. Yeah. Barely. They're holding on, you know, uh to just hopes and dreams, which isn't going to get you far. But yeah. you will have to you will have to win out. The fact of the matter is you're now 0 and 4 in the division. You only have one conference win. And so it's not looking good without your starting quarterback, without your number two receiver, blah, 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 blah. So, again, if you can't start a winning streak Monday, you're going to have to really consider where your draft odds are. And at that point, really seeing on, which obviously top players aren't going to want this, but seeing what options you still have on there Mm -hmm. from where they could be next year and giving more playing time to those other people. Yep. All right. Higgins in a contract year has now been out four games. If he's out five straight and we lose again, do you bother putting him in at all for the rest of it? Because at that point, all you're going to do, especially if he plays good, is increase his price even more. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. For sure. What you got? What you got, Fox, man? Uh, Yes or no? I like Mab's answer. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Uh, like Mab said, we 0 4 in the AFC North, 1 and 6 in the <laughs> AFC. So it's a lot of stuff that has to, you know, we need a lot of help. Even if, say, you know, say we did win out, mm-hmm. it's a lot of stuff that has to take place for yeah. us to, you know, because we need um, pretty much we have to have a better record. Right. And those other teams is, you know, that's in the hunt. Mm-hmm. So, like man said, I don't want to, who wants to tank? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's looking, the chances uh, are very slim. We say uh, our fathers and Hail Marys right now, if you can. You know what I mean? So, 
I don't know, man. Oof. What you right. got? What I got? Uh, I'm I'm still a firm believer, but ain't really no buts. It's a yes or no question. I'll just say no. I'll just I'll say no as of right now. I feel like there's still it's still a lot of hope left. Like I said, we didn't lose. It's one thing if we don't have Chase and we don't have Higgins. Right. That's one thing. We don't got no right receivers to throw to. Then I'm like, yeah, like we might as well start talking about the draft. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we still got stars on all sides of the football except for one player, I'm so a believer. So it's just like until we see the result of this next game we're getting into against the Jaguars on Monday night. That's what's going to determine what direction we're headed. It's either we're going, we're going to keep going, you know, we're going to keep, we're going to keep going north, or literally it's going to go south. So it's just like we want to find out what happens on Monday. That's what it comes down to. So yeah, I got, I got to know. Okay. So along with the question, so what can the Bengals do to turn around the season if they're playing to win again to the playoffs? Um, I mean, we've already kind of stated that. Go kind of, yeah, time. kind of, yeah. Um, you really got to find find your identity. Uh, find like what, what type of uh, find a scheme that's gonna work for Jake, Jake B, JB, whatever you want to call him. Yep. He has to have his scheme, his own scheme that works for him. Um, uh, more creativity with the plays. Whatever you want to do, throw throw everything in there. Uh, whatever you want to do, it has to be done. I mean. I don't know what else you can do for him, honestly. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm glad you took that one away. I was say, yeah, I'm with you on that. We just have to see. Yeah. We gonna have to see, man. We definitely have to see. I don't really got nothing to say about. It. I said, oh, yeah, I'm with Mav. Like I think I said that shit earlier. But yeah, I'm glad you took that one though. Mm-hmm. But right now, in the current playoff hunt standings, I believe we're sitting. I think we like number 10 or 11. Yeah, I think I, when I saw it, it was like either 10 or 11. But I'm, I'm on here right now as we speak. But like I said, there's a lot of key games that happened uh, that people lost. So kept us still in the same position that we was just at. But like y'all been saying, we got to win these AFC games. Yeah, they're sitting at 11. Yeah, Buffalo's ahead of us at 6-6. Six and six, So that's where the borderline draws at that 6-6 six and six mark. Oh, yeah, and a tiebreaker yep. over Buffalo. Oh yeah, that's true. So basically, one win, we're one sitting. Win yeah, we're, we're back in it because number ten, like I said, Buffalo six and six. You got Denver at number nine at six and five. Houston lost yesterday as well. They're sitting at six and five at number eight. Indian, uh, Indianapolis Colts. They're sitting at six and five at number seven, and then the Browns at seven to four. So you just you just one game behind. You know, it, like I said <laughs> we're gonna see. We're going to see, man. It's going to be a tight. Pretty much at this point, have to win out. But the only game you'd be allowed to lose is the Viking game. Vikings. Other than that, the rest are AFC games. You got to win, yeah. Against teams that are in the playoffs. Jaguars, Colts, Steelers, Chiefs, Browns. Yikes. Yeah. Hope they come up with a solid game plan. (laughs) It's going to be on the coaches, bro. It's going to go a solid game plan, man. One more loss is all you're allowed. It has to be Minnesota. Hell yeah. Everybody else got to be a win. Yes, sir. Y'all think it's possible? You confident it could happen? Let me see y'all confidence meter scale one to ten. I got to hear this. (laughs) 
Look at him. Look at Mav's face, bro. I'm waiting to hear your all's answers first before I get mine. I'm going five. Mav might give us an Allen Iverson three. Mav might give us an Allen Iverson number three, man. Mine? Okay. If they could win out. On my my full realistic observation, I'm giving it a six. Six, yo. I give it a six. I said we still got our star players. So I'm, I'm still I still believe. I've seen we've seen other teams do much more with less. So yeah, I'm at six. Okay, so that means now me, huh? Yeah, you give okay. us a three. I don't. I don't the matter. Quote, the quote, the dark, uh, the quote from the Dark Knight. The night is always darkest just before the dawn. These types of moments are the real moments you need to see as a team. We've seen how this team has been the past few years, how they're talking shit on the sideline, having a good old time. It's easy to do all that when you're having fun and you're winning. It's Mm -hmm. easy to have fun when you're winning. Yep. Uh, You know, so when you're not winning, what is your response going to be? There are several stars on this team that have done nothing but win uh, in whatever level they've been playing at, whether it was mm-hmm. high school, college, and now the NFL. Yep. This is where your team needs to come together as a whole, elevate yourselves, and bring <laughs> something to the table that we haven't seen yet. So now you have more of the element of surprise. Everybody knew what to expect from us when we had our full squad and Burrow at the helm. Mm-hmm. We don't have that no more. The stress of winning should be over. Uh, you should be able to open yourselves up a little bit more, expand the playbook, go more towards Browning's strengths. If the offensive line can finally start providing protection, if the defense can tighten up and stop relying so much on the turnover, uh, focusing more on the fundamentals of tackling, um, for you know, for instance, and shutting down the middle, open access to the middle of the field, right? uh, Anything is still completely possible. If I could see a Bears team with Rex Grossman make it to the Super Bowl, if I can see all you know X Y Z teams with same situations make it well into the playoffs or into the Super Bowl, I don't know why we couldn't. Have mm-hmm. we shown any signs that we could be that team this year? Not really. But there still is time left. It is not completely over with yet. So I'm going to go with seven. Ooh, I like that. So you're right. You're right next. You're right. Next door neighbor. What up, bro? No, because the, the, it, it's still there. It's just it again, it was a baptism by fire. You know, with Browning. Uh, you know, you can't <clears throat> expect the whole meal to be great based off a bad sample. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I like. I like that answer too. That was a great in depth answer. I like that. I like that. I definitely like that. We'll close in on that Let's one. Let's see how many of the players on this team are really, truly team leaders. How many of them are going to step up, keep this team's head out of their ass, mm-hmm. and play? Yep. And it's it's only right to show that shit on Monday night. <laughs> Literally, you. Yeah. You know, I want that moment of what's that cheerleader running out in the field for? That's no cheerleader. That's my niece, and she's pissed. <laughs> you know the movie, Jig. Yeah, I know the movie. <laughs> Bring I can't on believe, my little giants. I'm not saying you're right. I can't I can't believe you brought that up. I, I was like, that literally I literally saw the scene the moment as you're saying it. I was like, oh, he really bring in the little giants. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm with you one thousand percent. And it's a perfect segue. Up next, week 13, Monday night against the Jaguars at 8 25 p.m. December 4th. 
this is it, man. Like everything that Mav is saying, like we got to see the Bengals got to show up in this game. Like this is a this be the time to literally to turn some heads in this game right here. This be the game to do it. And it's an away game on the bright light. So what they got to do to win this game, y'all? Slow down, Lawrence. Yeah, you got to like his mobile. Yeah, bro. Uh, And mix up the play call. Yeah, for the offense. Yeah. Not they definitely got to rush. Uh, they definitely got to rush yeah. Lawrence, though. Contain yeah. ATN. Really? Who's, yeah, I'm about to say who's a wide receiver. Really been stepping up. Well, one, I don't know if he's suspended or not with what situation he has going on. But Zay Flowers. Let me let me look. Who you say? Zay and it Zay Flowers isn't he one of their receivers? I thought Zay that was Flower, a, ain't, ain't that the, that's a guy in Baltimore. Yeah, that's the Ravens. Oh, is it Baltimore? Yeah. I must be thinking they got, they got a Christian Kirk. They got that's who it is. I was thinking of here. It Christian is. Kirk. Yeah, Christian Kirk, Luke Farrell, Evan Ingram. Zay Jones. Is that him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that who talking about? Zay Jones. That's why we saw him though. Zay Jones. Yeah. I said Zay Jones. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they because doesn't he have some legal thing going on at the moment? Oh, I'm not for sure. I yeah, I'm gonna say I'm not sure on that one. Definitely not sure on that one. Like I said, if you want to look it up, that's cool. But yeah, they got Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Luke Farrell, Evan Ingram, uh, mm-hmm. Dearness De- Johnson, Travis, Travis Anthony Jr., and yeah, Zay Jones. We were just talking about. I mean, it's they yeah, got like some you, weapons. Yeah, they, they got, got some weapons. weapons. <laughs> okay, that must be someone else I'm thinking of. I don't know if their run game is all that, but again, we've been kind of trash on the run defense. Yeah. So I don't want to really want to say too much about that. But yeah, they has got it. The defense just got to be on this shit, man. Like I said, we should have Cam Taylor Britt uh, back, so that should be nice filling in for um since um DJ Turner was filling in for him. So hopefully, we get some lockups on that because Awuzie was doing good yesterday too. So having Awuzie and Britt at full that should be great. We should have Higgins back. I think I, I did see Higgins should be back as well. So that should be great. But it all comes down to, like we're all saying, what type of scheme we're going to get in this game. Right. Um. Definitely kick first. But, yeah, definitely contain Lawrence. Always. Yeah, yeah. Literally from start to finish, man. But, right. yeah, I'm with you on the defense. Like, they got to um, close that middle. Like, the middle linebacker. And the middle linebackers got to be on their shit. Pratt, right. Logan, they got to be on their shit definitely. But. Well, the Jaguars just placed uh, their top offensive lineman on injured reserve, Ooh. Cam Robinson. Ooh. They help out a lot. Look for a big game from Hendrickson. I hope, man. Right. And it's sad that it's almost like that's all we got to be looking at. It's almost like I thought we were just looking forward to see the defense create. And that'd be nice. Don't get me wrong. The defense creates some turnovers, which they did in this game that we just talked about. But it's just <laughs> like. I feel like that's going to be the difference maker. Is like who's going to who's going to turn over the ball in this game in this Monday night game? It's a big game, man. Playoff seating for them, wild card like hunt for us. So it's like it's a lot on the line, to, like on this game. That's a minus. You guys got any score predictions? Uh, let's see. As of right now, the Jaguars are an eight point favorite. If that helps, I eight points. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they give them eight, huh? Let's Shit. see project predictions. Uh, Jacksonville just won yesterday, right? Yeah. They won 24-21. 21. 
Yep. Against the Texans. Okay. So let's go. As long as we can get our scheme correct here, I'm going to go 21. Okay. 17. 21-17? Woo. As long as our scheme is, is it comes together. Mm-hmm. If that scheme is the same scheme we just saw, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Shit, I'm going to go, bro. Low score high school? I'm going 17-13, bro. 17-13. Yeah. If the defense show up, man, if the defense show up, because I'm like I said, I'm not really expecting too much from Jake Brown. As long as they like, they move the chains, keep that clock running, keep their asses on the sidelines, yeah, I could definitely see that. The 17-13, man. Yeah, that's that's the score I'm sticking with. 17-13 Bengals, man. What you got? I got two scores. If the Bengals will win, Go ahead. it has to be a scoring game. Mm-hmm. The defense can't allow all the yards and this, that, and the other. And I, I'm almost right there with your score exactly. I'm just one point off. I was going to say 17-14. 17. Um, along those lines. If this, if it's that type of score, I believe the Bengals will win. Mm-hmm. Cannot contain Jacksonville. Okay. Do you see, I see 400 yards? 13 game. <laughs> Say that again. I said if they cannot slow Jacksonville down and allow them to march down the field, I see this being 28-13 Jacksonville. Ooh, yeah. So, for me, in order for the Bengals to win, they have to keep it low scoring and have to make it their type of game, yep. which is going to be a running game. Mm-hmm. Keep Lawrence off the field as much and as possible and as long as possible. I don't know what they rank for their uh, rush defense. I forget. I ha- I had that shit written down. I forget. I forget what their rushing defense is. But, but yeah, they could get. Let me see. Well, let me see what with old boy was running on the Texans because he ran like crazy with us. Singletary. So Strude has forty seven yards. Singletary had eighteen. Damian Pierce had fourteen. And Tank Dale had 12. So overall, they had 91 yards total. I mean, yeah, Jaguars we have, have the 20th overall ranked defense. Okay. And they barely ran the ball, bro. They, they two players had six carries, and one had five. The Bengals are 30th. Man. Jesus, bro. All right. <laughs> yeah, they got it. Yeah. You know, start starts Monday, man. Right now they 0-1 on this brand new season. They, they, they have Jaguars they have are 29th in pass defense. Okay. Fourth in rushing defense. Wow. Yeah. 87 yards a game and have only allowed six rushing touchdowns all season. Man. All right. Bengals rate 30th in okay. rush defense. Okay. Yeah, they might have to be on their shit. <laughs> they want have to be on their shit. They want to snap some necks on this game. <laughs> they definitely want to snap some necks on this game, hearing them stats. All right. Anything else to add for the preparation for this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars? Mm-hmm. Boom, man. We want to get to these round of league results, yo. Just told you about 
the Texans and Jaguars game. Jaguars won 24-21. Over the Thanksgiving break, we had the Packers-Lions. The Packers win in 29-22. Cowboys beat the Commanders 45-10. 49ers beat the Seahawks 31-13. In that Black Friday game, Dolphins beat the Jets 34-13. Did somebody, Matt, did you want to tell me that we might have a Black Friday game next year? The Bengals? Or am I tripping? Or did they say, or did they announce something that we might have on? If I did, I don't even remember. Uh, it's all good. I just we thought they... Thanksgiving game since we played Dallas. Man, I hope. <laughs> That'd be cool to have a Thanksgiving game next year. Man. Um, going forward, we told you about the steelers Bengals game. Steelers win 16-10. Uh, Colts. Colts beat the Buccaneers 27-20. Falcons beat the Saints 24-15. Giants beat the Patriots 10 to 7. I'd be cool with that score for Monday night. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> um, Titans beat the Panthers 17-10. Also, they fired the um, the head coach of the Panthers as well. Just to let y'all know. Hey, already? I to, yeah, about to go one and ten. Yeah, they, they let him go this this morning. So yeah, they lost 17-10 against the Titans. Uh Rams beat the Cardinals 37 to 14. Broncos is on a hot start five in a row, beating the Browns 29-12. The Chiefs beat the Raiders 31-17. Uh, the Eagles got through a nail biter against the Bills 37-34 in overtime. And lastly, the Ravens beat the Chargers, which was expected by, <laughs> by any means. 20 to 10, man. That is your week 12 results, man. And the Ravens looking strong at the on the top of the AFC right now. Um, other than that, other than that, man, yeah, shout out to new subscribers, man. We're sitting at 243. Shouts out to you. Also, mark the calendars, man. Hit that notification bell so you know what time I go live. We'll be live streaming the Monday night game against the Jaguars um, right here on Queen City Stripes on YouTube. Tune in at 7 p.m. Uh, power hour starts at 7:25. You know, you know how it is, man. With the game at 8:25, airport time. You know how that should go. You know how they do, man. Anything else to add, y'all, man? For get out of here, man. Nothing and, for me. Now I'm about to say that is it, man. We did, we did, <laughs> the <de-jot>. Hey, <laughs> digest. No, no, time, yeah, <laughs> digest this this loss, man. Hopefully the Bengals could correct it going forward, but we'll see, man. That's yeah, episode yeah, so 64. Facts, yeah. <laughs> Damn near get there. But yeah, man, that's episode 64, man. The aftermath, man. I ain't made Ray Summers, man. I want to give y'all a who day. Who day? Who day? Who day, man. We love y'all. We out. Salute. Yeah.